You are now listening to the Cheat Cutters Podcast with Natalia. Yo, it's your boy Nathan and my And it's your boy Raf. What am I? Your assistant this or uh, your co-host? Well, what's going on? You're the one, you, you, you keep saying that. I'm, I, I say you're my partner, <laughs> but you get, I'm the co-host. So you're you're <laughs> yeah. putting yourself in that box. You'll put yourself in that box. <laughs> nah, man. I'm trying <laughs> to take you? over. How are you, my friend? <laughs> so here is my <laughs> co-host, <laughs> Nathan from Raph London. Is, <laughs> Raph is the godfather. I got to tell everyone. We got like, I don't even know how many shows we have on Cheat Coders anymore. This is the only one I attend to. I watch these like <laughs> episodes dropping and I'm part of the admin on the Facebook and I'm just like, wow, I'm popular today. And then I realize it's just like Raf cheat coding away and dropping a new pilot every week for something <laughs> That's new. Exactly. Because I'm, a, I'm admin on your um, Nathan Blazon um, page on Facebook. So I end up just getting all your notifications. Shit. Oh, shit. He, he gets <laughs> I, my I DMs. Yeah, yeah. How, how many DMs do I get? Like, None. I don't want <laughs> to deal with it, so I just mute your um, whole Facebook page. <laughs> just mute <laughs> you, the you've been posting heaps, man. You've been doing a lot of. Um, giving your on, um, on Facebook opinions on everything on yeah on your Nathan Blazin page yeah, um, oh, yeah. it's just easy it's easier because like um mm. I always, you know I'm always on Facebook like just finding random shit and I usually used to just tag certain friends on like yeah. like you know you'll find random shit like just random content but I figured I've got my account page I might as well make the use of that so I just every time I find something instead of tagging a few friends I just share it directly so it's just normal. It's not really I'm trying to. It's just I just find shit and I'm like, oh, cool. Let's post that. And, okay, know, let's no um, really let's um, let's address the elephant in the room. Why the fuck yeah. are you wearing glasses? <laughs> <laughs> like like we didn't discuss this prior. Like we didn't discuss this. Prior. Okay, well for one, for one, it's too bright in this room. I've had a, I had a big night. I had a big night yeah, and a lot yeah. of people have already messaged me. It's like, hey, you're back. You messaged me like you're back in your element. Yes, <laughs> I got I got I got really messy last night. I woke up and I was like, thank God I'm in my room, but I feel better. I ate some bacon and some Bacon's rice, always some, great for hangover, oh, yeah, you know, hangover food. And like um, but I remember the time at your water. birthday, like um, two years ago. Uh, yes. I got hung over to the max that I couldn't yeah. even eat bacon. I couldn't even oh, eat like fried. That's another level of. That's another level of. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't even eat. Um, yeah. I remember that. That was a good birthday. Yeah, you got done. That was, <laughs> yeah, I got pretty much done. I missed out on half of the night just because I got too excited to just yeah. drink. <laughs> From the start, we were sitting next yeah. to each other. You're like, everyone's yeah, let's all, drink. Drink Everyone's to this. all like drink halfway there and, and I'm full like cripping and <laughs> dancing and stuff. I think someone had to like put you, like move you into position because you're like yeah. halfway on the couch. So they had to like move you on the bed or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah, but anyway, yeah, the, the the glasses, it's yeah, yeah, like that I, I need them because I don't actually need them. I'm just wearing them for kicks. But you know, we're also here to uh discuss a very interesting album that just dropped out of nowhere. Uh this is when fresh. I woke, this is like I woke it just up, dropped today. It just dropped out of nowhere. I woke up from my hangover, check my you know, as you do, check check the damage from the night before, check my story, make sure I didn't post anything too too much that I might have to delete. And then I get a message from Raf. Hey, your homework for today is listen to Kanye's album. And I was like, oh, <laughs> damn, I got to listen to this. So I listened to yeah. it when I was like 
You're right. Should we start giving our opinions? Because I've been holding yeah, it. Yeah, I have not said go one straight, thing to Raph. Straight let's into go it. straight into the Kanye review because um, it's fresh yeah. in my mind yeah. too. I've listened to it all day about for three hours. This is okay. it's a seven track album, so I, I was listening album, to yeah. it on repeat, and yeah. I'm pretty much getting the gist of the whole album and the feel for it. So 100%. I've listened to it at least seven times now. Um, yeah, let's, start with, let's start with your opinion because um, usually your opinion. I, got, I, I, got, I don't know which direction you want to go because I got the glasses the, too. That's why I got the glasses because <laughs> yeah, so it's. Kanye. I'm wondering if you're gonna like it or not. So um, all right, so I start back. I listened to it like when I was laying down. First track, right? Once I heard the first track, I was like, "Raf, I'm ready to podcast." But you were having dinner, like I was ready. I was way too like emotionally unstable at the time because you know I'm still trying to figure out where I am in life. Now put the Kanye album. All right, wait. Let, let me let me just tell you something. <laughs> fucking amazing! Oh my god, it's the <laughs> best fucking album ever. It's so fucking good, man. It is so good. So I was holding that in for so long. It's it's so good. You don't understand. Album of the year. Album yeah. of the year. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Well, we'll talk about his catalog and where it fits. We'll talk about that later down the track. Let's let's start off with um. Like your first impressions because um from track one to seven. First time listening, obviously I didn't know what he was talking about because it's just it's just sound. You know the first listen, you know like I was drunk as well, but you kind of just sonically listening to it, and like it's on point. It's sort of like soulful, that soulful vibe. But like even just, I can't I can't describe Kanye's production method it just everything fits so perfectly like little tiny sounds like there's that track i think it's was it yikes or something was yikes, yikes is the one of them second got, track second tra- one of them he's just got random sounds here and there and it just always sounds balanced and yeah. just se- sonically it's so good like he just knows where to time random things in and obviously yeah. like like it's not a straight hip-hop album it's a lot of like you know it's kanye it's a kanye album you just you know it's him you know um it's great. It took me a couple listens as well. So I reckon it's probably better that we didn't podcast then and there because that thing that I just did then, that was my reaction when I first heard it. I was like tossing in bed like, oh my God, Kanye's back. <laughs> and um, the, this, it, this podcast wouldn't be as efficient because I'd just be like, you know, going off that first listen. But I really yeah. started delving into the topics and what he's... Um, it, it brought me back to the, the last podcast we had when we were like trying to like man, I don't know if he's going to recover from this, like all the shit he's talking about, you know? Like every time Kanye does like something stupid and it this doesn't wipe it off. I'm not trying to say this makes up for it because it is pretty bad, like his comments he made before. Mm. But you can't deny this is a fucking amazing album. Like he just, like it kind of does make up for it. But no, it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so good. I just, I knew it. Like in my mind, remember we were already talking about it when we were doing that, that interview. I'm already yeah. foreseeing the future. There's going to be an episode of The Cheat Coders, me and Raph doing this, and I'm going to be talking about how good his album is. Like, I could already feel it. Like, he's got something. It's Kanye, you know? I'm wondering when he actually did this album because um, there's most of the thing is, most of the tracks are based on his backlash of what he's been saying, whether it be, even re- he mentioned the recent um, comments he made in TMZ saying that, um, slavery was a choice like that was in the tr- in track i think it was um wouldn't leave which yeah, is track yeah. number four or five um okay. but yeah the second half of it's the album seems to be a home not, not a homage not dedicated to the fact that he he is saying all this outlandish shit and then it's affecting 
how his family is um, living and it's a personal the backlashes. Album. Yeah, it's it's really personal and like in I terms it, of it's like so how Kanye honest. is. It's just so yeah. honestly true. It's so honestly raw and genuinely true. And just Kanye, no apologies. Like this is just how I think. This is what I. This is my perspective of things yeah and like i said it doesn't make up for it but it makes him human in that sense like yeah we have these thoughts too like sometimes we have the most darkest thoughts the most think the most outlandish things he just actually does it and he kind of like he said a lot of i can't remember the lines but some things kanye can can get away with because he's kanye like he'll say it if someone else said it it'd be like brah <laughs> yeah kind of thing you know what i mean yeah. It's, it's great it's a good album I'm trying to think of standout tracks I really like those last two tracks but standout I'll be honest with you standout track for me was um, uh, I'm trying to think of the name Ghost Town yes Ghost Town with I love Kid, the, Kid Cudi in the chorus it's that, the, that track got me and I was like it's all, it's mm. just about the feeling hey like it just feels like a really good record and it's seven tracks it actually inspires me like if I go back to my music just to keep it short like it doesn't need to be like a full 15 track LP like it's so I think all the um the good music um, albums that are coming out this month, starting off with Push's album, they're all seven, seven tracks. tracks. That's yeah. so cool. Because they're yeah, all, yeah. but they're all gonna be produced by Kanye. So Kanye's like, all right, everyone's gonna get seven tracks, seven beats yeah. or whatever off me. I, and I saw the interview short. when Pusha, yeah. Pusha was talking to Kanye, and then he was questioning, like, I don't know, man, I feel like I need more. And Kanye's like, No, seven's enough. Seven. <laughs> Kanye. It's a smart play, as in, in terms of the streaming era, everyone's going to keep streaming it because it's really short. So they're going to yeah. repeat it over and over and over and over again. Because um, these ain't seven long tracks; they're just normal sized tracks, as in yeah. three to four minutes. So you yeah. can get this track. This album's probably about twenty to thirty minutes long, like the Pusher album. So. This is the way. To, this is the way to go, man. It's just so much better. It's so much easier to di- digest. Like it's it's definitely less is more. Like quality tracks, each one. It makes me really want to pay attention to each track more. Like, there's a few that I would have just normally skipped kind of thing, but because there's only seven, I'm like, yeah, you play the whole thing, and it's cool. Let's play it again and again, and you can really get the gist of what he's saying. It's such yeah, a definitely. good album, man. So good. So good. So, so yeah, good. Yeah, um, what I noticed is that uh, compared to his last album, The Life of Pablo, in mm. which he was pretty much mastering live as in like every time he released it he'd be like nah I'm gonna need to change this and he would release it again into yeah. a newer version yeah so yeah, yeah. It, it kept in terms of, like he was trying to be like a perfectionist at that time in the life of Pablo but then this one seems like it seems very raw and stripped to its core as in like yeah Kanye is really honest and he is a bit it's like a Kanye it's like a Kanye 444 like how Jay-Z dropped 444 kind of out of the blue and it was just really honest Jay-Z Definitely. I wouldn't say it's the same. I wouldn't say it's the same album, but like, it's like this is his take on just being completely. He opens up a lot of things, even his mental health or that stuff. Yeah, that seems um, a big which thing. Was, which was a bit obvious. Like, yeah, big Kanye's thing. Kanye's for sure is obviously you know not all there, but he's very raw about it. I love that 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 um he brought that up as well. I reckon that's a really yeah. I think the whole theme of the album is bipolar. His bipolar. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got the. It's on his um. It's on his album artwork. I read it actually. Says, um, here it is. Yeah, I hate, I hate being I hate bipolar. bipolar. It's awesome. It's awesome, <laughs> which is bipolar in itself. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I heard that he he took this photo on the way to his album launch. So he's on the bus. He took the photo mm. and he's like, "Oh, I need an album cover." Took the photo, put that on the mm. the, the the lyrics. Oh, that 
whatever that Little is caption, and then yeah. yeah yeah and then like like i love how just like spontaneous and like in the moment it kind of is that adds to of, the point that um as in like compared to his last album where he was just going to being pedantic about every single note and every single part of the thing but yeah, this is very spontaneous and yeah, his he's feeling just he's just let go it shows another Inspiring. level of his um maturation he's like he's getting more mature in his music in terms of like i know this is a bit you know unpolished this is raw and stripped back you know but this is what i want to put out i'm not going to try what, and change it here we go exactly yeah yeah, so yeah it adds it. to the because it, if you hear the album from start on, to finish all the yeah all the tracks are like disjointed to a point like it it would change tempo it was like it would change completely the beat like for the first track he started off I with spoken word so and then he yeah. goes into a different flow and then the next one the beat changes to another another flow so it, mm. it's very disjointed to a point which is good in terms of um how he's it's it shows the bipolarness of the thing and it also shows yeah. vulnerability um yes. i've noticed when i listen to all the tracks in his lyrics and you listen to the beats and everything it shows it shows a bit of pain you know it shows that he's um opening up he's he, he seems that he he's seems to be he's feeling a lot of pain in, like in what he's feeling yeah <clears throat> He has a lot of yeah. thoughts in his mind that shows that he's feeling a lot of pain through what he's been experiencing been and his um, issues and his like, mental is. health. Yeah, yeah. I love that yeah, first and track. It is also so good, man. That that really hit yeah. me straight away. The moment he just it set like, the tone of the album. Yeah, like what's the first line? He's like, uh, "I thought about killing you today." premeditated murder <laughs> something like that yeah yeah and so, that, so and raw. when, like, when, yeah, he, when like, he said that when he said that it was like oh this guy's going in the hard but then the next line he says um I thought of yeah. killing myself but I love myself more than I love you something like that but it shows so, that yeah. you know it like it goes in then like ooh ooh and then in but then ooh ooh you know yeah like bipolarness it's 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 bipolar music right now in, in terms of like it's, it's a ju juxtaposition like you love juxtaposition like yeah. most of the songs are like based on happy Motown or happy soulful type of music, like, yeah. but the content is very different. You it's know, dark. it's First very half, dark. I love that. Um, you know, like mm. it's good you brought down Ghost Town that Ghost Town track, and then it's got the girl singing in, in the chorus at the end. Like, I touched the stove just to see if I could bleed again or something like that. But it sounds so happy. Mm. But the 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 lyrics is kind of you know somewhat dark very dark as well it's like it's very yeah. borderline suicidal a lot of the stuff he's talking about too but then he's like but i love myself on the burst but then he's like oh, I don't yeah die, though kind of thing it's so cool yeah i love it, it man i love every it's bit like, of it um the whole album oh the whole album he's like crying for help it's he's a cry for help. experiencing all it these is. things but at the same time he's like i'm the shit man i'm the <laughs> i want to i want to i want to bring this up this is perfect that you segued this in because look i did my homework right like you said you're like, I got a task go, for you, Nathan. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> listen to this album. I listened. I looked up articles as I do. Um, it'll get in, get into the whole mental health thing because I know we talk about mental health a lot. It's a reoccurring topic. But he dropped this at the end of Mental Health Awareness Month, which I didn't really know about. I thought this was just an ongoing thing. But anyway, like mm. he's like one of a few artists that are coming out with, um, you know, like trying to relieve the stigma of. Uh, bipolar or mental illness kind of thing and one of the lines that activists and therapists worldwide are debating over or people in general you know that line he says about 
shit, where is it? Something about like his bipolarity. It's not a disability. It's my superpower kind of thing. Yeah. Remember that line? Yeah. I think that's on the yeah. second track. Yeah. Mm. Okay. This is my question for you, because like I've I've been thinking about this like because I I've spoken about like my own issues prior already. It's no secret that you know I've gone through that kind of shit already, or kind of still am a little bit. But when he says that, people are like, it's split, man. Like people are either like, the fact that you're saying it's your superpower, it's it's sort of like dangerous. It's very dangerous in a way that it's make it makes it acceptable for what if someone that is going through like it could be like any sort of mental illness, like could be you know schizophrenia or like bipolar or depressive disorders, whatever. If you're glo- almost glorifying it. And that, w- would that dangerously put people at risk? Like, I don't need help because this is actually a good thing. You know what I mean? Like some people yeah. might take it in that tone, but at the same time, he is, the fact that he's coming out and saying it as well, it's relieving the stigma of it. It's like, no, it doesn't make you less capable of living a normal life or less of a person having it. So it's like a two-edged sword saying that kind of, like his take on going on about it, his perspective. Because a lot of people like, like Carrie Fisher, she's like a, mental health advocate she's always preaching it but coming from someone like Kanye very controversial artist what what do you have you given this much thought because this is all I've been thinking about since since this has dropped I'm like is he is this a good thing or a bad thing that is all this uh, this has been in terms of hip-hop as a genre everything's been glorified everything people perceive society perceives as negative has been glorified violence Mm, mm. um, you know gangster gangster living you know like drugs everything like that and um glorifying i mean um objectifying women that have been that's been glorified through hip-hop and then um it's always comes to the term of um you know say the n-word people saying like rappers saying the n-word like glorifying that in terms of um art we talked about how art is you know it depends on what the person or audience perceives it it's their Mm -hmm. job to perceive it how they perceive it like kanye like in my perspective Kanye is saying he's owning his flaws his mm. flaws you know as a person you should own what makes you you know flawed yep. in terms of like you shouldn't like use it as a a thing to a setback or as a a setback yeah. That, yeah yeah you should oh, use yeah, it to yeah. something that could push you like that's what he's doing mm. so I have got this so like he's saying I've got this bipolar disorder this is my superpower this is what it's made me become Capable. without this yeah. I wouldn't be able to make this music or without yeah, this I wouldn't be able to do package, this it's the whole package right it's the whole package that's yeah, what definitely. makes Kanye, so, Kanye yeah yeah hip hop has been glorifying other st- stuff that mm, society mm. deems negative and it always comes down to the audience to see how yeah, they yeah. perceive it as in like you know should they glorify violence or should they take it yeah. as something as in like this is what we you know this is what is real in the world we need sh- this we need to let it out yeah, there to everyone topic. to see good perspective man i didn't think in that way because i didn't really thinking it side to side because i like you know mental illness guns and drugs completely different thing like one is like completely different thing almost, but, you know, almost a in, choice like you can you can sell drugs and you're a bad person for it um you can't really do much about you know if you you're mentally ill then you you'd like that and i think that's where the borderline is sometimes that's why like people are stepping in like like people in that realm of therapy and like you know people 
occupational therapists, mental health practitioners. Um, I know it's early days, album just dropped, but from what I read, they're quite divided on the topic. Like you shouldn't really be softening it. Like it's just, if it, what's the word? Like making it seem like it's not an issue because it's actually a real problem. Whereas it, like with drugs and guns and stuff, that's 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 a no-brainer. Like, nah, you definitely shouldn't be doing that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> against the law kind of thing. But it's it's a, it's a sticky gray area. That's all I'm thinking. Like, I'm all for it. Like, I'm with you there. Like, definitely own it kind of thing. That's him. And I think it 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 is actually probably more helpful to relieve that stigma because it's a very misunderstood thing. You'd be surprised how many people. Um, suffer from mental illness a lot of people probably don't even know because it's one of the things that you don't actually know um you have it kind of thing until i don't know breaking point like everyone at some point has something really messed up uh yeah and i think he's going i think he's leaning to the side of admit it when you do have it when you realize you do have it rather than deny it because yeah, it comes yeah. like when you listen to it, he's just saying he's saying it's his superpower, but at the same time he is he is admitting to the fact that he has that mental illness. Yeah. And the first step to you know changing, and you know make sure making sure that you minimize it is to admit that it's there in the first place. So yeah, maybe yeah, if, yeah. by owning it, you admit it at the same time. That could help yeah. out. Like if you own it to a point, it's like yes, you you could go in Facebook status and write I have this uh personality disorder or i have a disorder a mental illness if you admit it then it it will provide you a bit more help other people can recognize it and be like mm. you know give you the avenues of where to go you can you can build a community of people who do have mental health and then they'll help you out so if you yeah. let it out in the open to make sure that it, you can get as much help as possible then if you admit it and own it then that could be a good way to show it you know it's good I, I both ways it's in, it's in it's in kanye fashion to to almost be arrogant about it as well but it is bipolar disorder so it's quite you know that is what will happen you'll have lows super lows and extreme highs so it's very yeah. typically kanye to just be like yeah i got this and i'm the best kind of thing you know so yeah but throughout if you li- i love if, it man if, if i got so much respect you, for him um, yeah if you just um hear that line just by itself without hearing the rest of the album then mm. you wouldn't get that message but if you hear the rest of the album it's like he's saying at one point i own it and then another point he's just like you know you he's feel his it, pain yeah. and he's, he's suffering it, you know yeah. through it yeah 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 absolutely i feel ya. Yeah. i feels yeah man but track of track of the album sunny. is gonna be has to be ghost town for me yeah it's I good, lo- it's, I love it. it's good to I hear kid cuddy back oh yeah i didn't really, sorry i didn't actually know kid cuddy was on that um yeah, I just, oh, his voice is very no, distinctive. Uh, really, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm still a bit hazy, but that was the standout track <laughs> for me as well. That and the last song, I loved it, man. Such so good. Good on, good on you, Kanye. Good on ya. Never disappoints. <laughs> yeah, the the good thing about Kanye is that he, he could take elements of what's going on, like what's relevant now, and just mm. twist it on to make it his own. Yeah. Like he has his own sound. Like his own sound is gonna go timeless to wherever album it is that he's gonna yeah. make. His sound is gonna transcend the genre. Like the next two mm. albums is gonna sound hey, it's gonna have a Kanye sound, but it's gonna have elements that that is relevant at that time. Like you have the chance to rapper type of vibe with a couple tracks. You got some trap type of vibes in the first few tracks and 
you do have those elements of soulfulness, which is what Kanye still ties in. Yeah, at the end, it's still they just tie it in. Yeah, yeah, and it's got that Kanye stamp. Like, yeah, that's it. I'm inspired, man. I want to. We could just stop. We could just try and just say that um, Kanye is no longer a rapper. As in, like he's nah, he's he's pretty much just his own artist. He's he's beyond his art. He makes art. He really is. Mm. He's an artist. That's for sure. He's very good. Yep. But yeah, cool. I want to give them a few more listens, and then we could just um. That, that's yeah. when I could actually fall into pro- it a bit a more. Listen to it, eh? Soon as like, oh man, oh, so fucking so good, such a good album. <laughs> just keep talking about it. Yeah, it's good, man. It's good. What about nice. this Drake and uh, Pusha T beef? This Pusha. All right, cool, cool. Did you want to go through your um your feelings throughout the whole beef, like how you felt when you first heard the. I'm not yeah, as invested in it. One line this. I'm not as invested as, as the the other guys are. Like I gave him a listen. Um, I'll be honest. I never heard Pusha's verse first. I just when Drake puts something out, I'll probably find it straight away. And I heard that. I didn't even bother looking back at the uh, infrared where he took shots at Drake. But as soon as I heard mm. the um, Drake's diss, uh, Duppy, I think, is it Duppy? Yeah, Duppy freestyle. Yeah, Duppy freestyle. Um, I was like, oh, it's going to be another Meek thing. Like, because I was never really big into Push, to be honest. Like, I've got a few mm. tracks, but I, like, I know he's a good rapper, that's for sure. But I've never really got into him. But I was like, shit, man. He took the bait. Drake's going to go in. Because I just feel like Drake's at that untouchable phase. He's like the new age Eminem. I know it's a, such a comparison. Like, come on, it's Eminem. Like, Eminem was destroying people. But in this day and age, I feel like Drake's probably at that pinnacle that you're going for the throne, you go for Drake. He's one of the go for the throne type people, and yeah. more often than not, he'll destroy you. Like he doesn't even try. So I, when I heard Drake's diss, I didn't even bother going back to push. I'm like, yep, rest in peace. He's dead. The nerve, the audacity. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's o- it's over, kind of thing. But then freaking Pusha T comes out with that uh, that track, which I'll admit was very very personal. It was really good. It actually, it matched. I still like Drake's diss. I don't know why. I just reckon it's just better. But he said some really, in terms of like some um, foul lyrics. Yeah. Instead of lyrics and the flow and everything, like all musical stuff. Yeah. Drake, Drake. Oh, Drake killed it. Got the better, better song. That pattern, that but rhyme pattern terms, at the start killed it. Yeah. I was like, man, fuck, he's killing it. But in me. terms of impact of how content of you, in, how, you're of, push of A. I can, I can see your smile. You're, oh. you're, 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 you're team push A. I can see it. Oh, if, you know, it's interesting because like Pusha right now is controlling the battle. Yeah, like I know. I'm, a, I'm, I'm Drake, not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm a bit worried for Drake. I'm a bit worried. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't know you're gonna come out from that because like I read the comments straight away after Drake's, and everyone's obviously biased. If you're li- re- reading Drake's video, everyone's like, "No, nah, rest in peace, Pusha. Who's Pusha? A lot of pop people won't know Pusha. Like mainstream media won't know Pusha as well. Yeah. Like you were saying." Was it today FM or something? And they're like, "Who's yeah, Pusha like, T like or whatever?" You, Some stupid shit. Everyone's shit. everyone's talking about this now to a point that I'm just tuning <laughs> into an FM station, and and they're just like, you got these pop VJs talking Don't about the shit. beef, and it's it's obviously biased to Drake because he's the more yeah, popular one. Yeah, because he's the popular one, and, exactly. Yeah, but like, and um, then they're like, yeah, go on. 
and they'll be they'll be talking about oh why does he have to bring up the baby all that stuff allegations allegations you know it's just yeah. it's just some bitter up and coming rapper bro. you know it's hip hop yeah <laughs> it's not it's just been a while and like it's hip hop there's, been no, there's for no, like no rules nearly 20 years or something <laughs> exactly um, he's been around but like it's there's no rules for that yeah yeah he said some foul shit but if you go back in hip hop like we, we talk about this in a boys group the rappers group obviously offline nothing's ever been off the table in hip hop man like people diss like say some really bad shit Tupac was talking about shooting first off fuck him. you click and yeah <laughs> fuck, fuck <laughs> and you click you, you know what I mean like come on guys <laughs> you claim to be a player this but the- I fucked your yeah. wife <laughs> this, this <laughs> generation's gone soft this generation this, this is actually a very weak d- battle but it's just exciting because it's the like the hardest thing. I just realized in a long this time. is this is this is the generational talk because Pusha is in that era, not in that era, but early two thousands and stuff. Where that era His was influence. all about straight up you know, drugs and like talk shit, you know yeah. drug dealing gangster shit. Well, yeah, nowadays it's a different era, and that's Drake's era. So it's it's kind of like two generations is coming together. You reckon yeah, Drake's true, doing uh, his shit, and then true, and true. then Pusha is just going into the personal digs and oh, if you read man. into the whole added on type of um thing the story about that mm. well it's, it's ironic because that's what the, the song is called the story of added on but it it's very strategic to a pack, fact, fact that pusher is such a villain that he just messes up not only um the personal stuff of um drake but his business stuff as well you know the story yeah. no no wait explain What's this? What's what's because what's um the business stuff? okay so th- this is what I've been reading so this is all like hearsay whatever but I think mm. it's partially mostly true. Um, Adidon is supposed to be the brand that Drake is gonna um, put on when he has that Adidas deal. So he's gonna have a press run of introducing Adidon because at that time when Adidon is gonna be released, he's gonna say the reason why it's called Adidon is because I have a son, Adonis. And then he's going to reveal his son to the world in the nice fashion through press runs, press conferences, and then yeah. help that promote that his new shoe and his new brand in Adidas, their joint label, so their joint project, which is Adidas. Okay. And okay. then um, Pusher just comes in and says, no, nah, man, I'm going to say it first before you do. <laughs> and that's <terrible. laughs> I didn't know that. He, that's, he, got, he, got, he somehow got some intel. So obviously he knew what was going on in terms of his, um, his marketing real, strategy, the Adidas yeah. deal, and now every time uh, uh, every time they hear Adidon, it's going to be related to this beef. So he's smart, yeah, that's pretty strategic. It, it, it gives a negative stigma. I didn't, I didn't know that though, them. so I don't know how many other people would know know about this. Like generally, like unless you're really like deep in the beef, like analyzing. Obviously, I don't like, think Pusher do needs. Well. I don't. I don't think Pusher was intending people to know. He just wanted Drake's um, business to stuff up a bit you know yeah it's like all right you're gonna Pusher mention my care. wife Pusher's, so i'm gonna Pusher's, mess up your business Pusher's, you know yeah push is ruthless even how he went about the uh in the um on the interview i think it was at i don't know breakfast club or hot 97 one of the one of the main ones and he did mention um yeah drake obviously questioning my street credibility and that's fair like he's very mature about how he goes about it as well like like no that's mm. fair this is some rapper shit this ain't street shit he's questioning my um street credibility so i'm questioning things about him but he obviously went in quite <laughs> very personal when he questioned yeah. drake about things like 
And now Drake, is, how is gonna how is Drake gonna respond? Is, is he gonna go personal as well? He can't go back to the whole I'm gonna buy you to death because this is no. taken to a it's another Pusha level, has no. taken it to another level He's to a different, it a different direction. He's taken it a different direction. A direction where Drake has to actually change his persona to actually go toe to toe with because you can't yeah. go toe to toe being the nice guy Drake. I don't think he can just go to the same style because Meek was an easy win, man. He just he plowed him, man. Overkill, like diss yeah, track. Yeah, as you said the, before, the, the, like second one, Drake. Drake is untouchable in terms of if you want to buy to buy him and his fan base and go against his commercial yeah, it's appeal. All in, it's all you, in you his, won't be able yeah, to. You can't. You, he's can't. pretty much untou- untouchable in that point. But but push you found the loophole. Yeah, he found a loophole. He's gonna go. He's gonna mess with his business. He's gonna go he super care. personal. He doesn't care. He's gonna. I love that line he said. Um, sorry, keep going. You're on a roll. Yeah, he's mess gonna. His... He's gonna go to. He's gonna mess with his um, his image. Like yeah. now he's a deadbeat dad. Now, like he's. If to to break him down, to break Drake down, as I said to the um, group chat, only Drake could mess ruin Drake. So yeah. you have to get really in his, his brain in his to court, what he, he does to it. Yeah, either he leaves it as is. Because this could be like a, the defeat of the century ever since jay-z and nas because you know jay-z went in on yeah. nas and mob deep and he got ethered literally became like a hip-hop term he got ethered you know yeah he still recovered eventually so, but like that was a big hit you know to take yeah in his um in his um hip-hop credibility like he like jay-z ended up being you know this more successful one but at the same the time end, he's yeah. always going to have that l yeah like lingering but you know in what his he, he never did not he did he doesn't take it as an l like how he goes on about it because after jay-z and nas i don't think jay responded after ether but he always held his uh his opinion that he won it because there was even an interview when they became friends again it's like so who won the beef and Nas like i think i won and then jay-z's like no i think i won but everyone's like, no, Jay Z. Well, as if he's gonna, you didn't win, Jay Z. You lost. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's the hip hop pride. It's like, nah, I think Takeover was the. But you know, it's questionable because I actually do think Takeover was the better diss track now. Now that I listen to both again, I really like Takeover. Like Jay was doing some good shit, man. Like he wasn't in just terms like of it, f you and yada yada. Yeah, Nas was it's a battle. You always you have to leave that lasting impression. It always seems to be the lasting oh, yeah. impression the that lasting you have to impression, leave. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a little, um, only like time is gonna. Only time will tell. Only time will tell with this Pusha and Drake. I love that line Pusha says. Is like, how dare you put Kanye in my verses? I want all of the curses. And I was like, oh, damn, he guys, he's like, he's like <laughs> the Joker, bro. Home. He's like, he just wants it. It's like, no, I want all the. Give me all the lands, you know? Why are you involved the, in these and people? And I'm the line enemy. is what he's saying is like, um, uh, I forgot it. He says like, I want to go to the funeral with three hearses. If we all go to hell, it'll be worth it. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> damn, he's going in. Like, you know, you know me. I usually like the villains, but I think because I'm such a Drake fanboy, like I was still, I'm still Drake. But that's what I said after that. I wasn't even gonna listen to Pusha's reply. I didn't bother listening to Infrared. But then when the hype came out, and then you talked about it, I was like. Oh shit! Is Drake in? Is oh no! Is Drake in trouble? Oh no! <laughs> I was like, oh shit! No, not Drake! Don't don't this Drake! You know, so, Drake's yeah. gonna be fine after this. This is good. This, this is a this is a fine. good battle. It is. It is such a good beef, man. Like it's 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 exciting. It's making hip hop exciting again. So yeah, as in so like I think the last time people talked about hip hop in terms of battling and beef, the last time I could remember is probably probably um Kendrick Lamar's Control Verse. Yeah, was... but no one ca- no one went at him that was worth it kind of thing. Yeah. Like, so many people made a record. How many people actually made a response to Kendrick? 
and it just made yeah, him more powerful. It did, like, and it wasn't like none of the people he mentioned made a response, but yeah, everyone else. None made of them, a but everyone else did. Yeah, everyone and was offended. They, they didn't get a response. That, uh, yeah, they, everyone was offended that they didn't um, get their name on that list. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, Kendrick controlled that, but that was so one-sided. It was basically Kendrick against the world, and Kendrick won. But this yeah. one, this is actually a really ex- like two. Like, oh man, what's what they gonna do? Fucking push her, yeah, bro. Man. Out of nowhere. Is, I was like, damn, like, son. Like, with the no whole Meek, Meek thing, you heard Meek's um, diss to Drake, and you're like, oh, that was a joke. Okay. The, Meek, right. the Meek one, that was like the, uh, the Mayweather versus uh, Thingo fight. The. <laughs> <laughs> the MMA guys fight that, that was it it was just for show it was like it was a it was a friggin um sacrifice sacrificial lamb just here you go slaughtered it's like what did we pay to yeah. see this for it was free but, but why did we this, get so much attention like pushes nothing no one to fuck with it's like everyone nah, knows like, that now <laughs> yeah especially now because like I said I didn't really listen to him before I knew he was like the bad boy of good music like he's the one that says he's like I'm the deal he does the drug dealing and he does all mm. that shit street shit so like I never really knew why he he's in that roster. To be honest, he doesn't seem like he fits in it. But I I could mm. be wrong. Like I said, I haven't listened to him enough. But I just always thought he was a bit of an oddball. Like even when they did that that good music, what's that song? And the, it's all black and white, and they're all Kanye's in it. Isn't oh, that, that Lamborghini Mercy? No, no, or maybe even Clint. Mercy, Mercy. Well, one of them. Pusha always looks like he's always the one that goes in. He's always got the first verse. I think Kanye's like, all right, Pusha, you go win. Then we're going to do a soulful shit after kind of thing. But yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Shiv just um, popped out. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, yeah. What do you think Drake's going to do for the next... Um, is he... You reckon he's going to respond? Um, Drake's very tactical that if he knows he's not going to... He's not going to make a response. He might just do the Jay-Z thing and just say... Because right now it's still pretty even, you know? It's not like Drake's at a point that he has to make a response. Mm. I think he could leave it and just be like, in a couple years, it settles down. He's like, no, nah, I won that. I don't think it validated a response. He's just going to deny it or whatever. Well, I don't know. Not really deny it. Like, I don't know. Because um, it's hard it's stuff. Still, to it's, actually... it's still pretty even. It's still, I think it's a pretty even playing field. Like, like Drake's still got a lot of pull in this. Just the fact that he's Drake. But yeah, like, it, like you said, it is in his court what he does now is gonna do it for him only Drake will destroy Drake right now cause Push has done this really big dent on him if Drake responds mm. and it's shit that's it and then Push is gonna mm. go in harder and then that's it that, that just destroys Drake or he comes up with something really good and I don't know what that is I just do not know what he's gonna do no exactly idea. like he can't do the same to... tactic he can't just do another back to back and whatever he did with Meek where he just overkilled him like Meek didn't even respond and then Drake did another track it's like oh man really you're burying the guy dude this one like he's got to think you know he's got to think about it anyway what do you yeah, think we'll see. I got a feeling I got a feeling that he might not respond <laughs> that's what I'm I got thinking a feeling as well I, gonna... I got a feeling he's like he's, he's smart enough to not respond like he's, he's been put in a position that I think I'm a like a Drake L is like not getting the win does that make sense mm. yeah that makes like, sense yeah. for him to to win is no for him to take a loss is not getting more because Drake's just used to getting more so he's not he might not be able to get like top it off on this one like he did with Meek Mill but then again like Pusher has been so personal in his diss that 
Mm. It kind of ruins his credibility if he doesn't respond. It's like he spoke about your mom. He spoke about your dad. He spoke about your child, your your baby mama. He spoke about your your yeah. friend with um you know with yeah, a, yeah. Dis- like a disorder. It's a bit, it's yeah, like yeah. what are you gonna talk about? Like if you're not gonna respond. You're not gonna defend all these have... people that he spoke about. And he doesn't. Oh, it's it's a tough one, man. I don't know. And like, there's not enough to know about Pusha. Like, where's he gonna get this info? from yeah Pusha has nothing to lose man he's like he's got like he's such a blank cam- like is there enough attention on Pusha to find out stuff about him kind of thing you know Drake would be like he'll have paparazzi all over him like Intel will be around you know he's Drake he's got microscopes on him kind of thing Pusha though his question is like I guess like he could go the angle like you know when Rick Ross got exposed cause he was a cop yeah, you know, fifty like he just destroys people. Like he, fifty's yeah. Drake. Man. Drake's looking for some dirt. Petty. Drake has to Drake's go pretty petty. But pe- that's. Would you say Drake is, is that petty? a character? Yeah, it's he not is, really. He's, he's petty. I'm pretty sure he's petty. petty but he's a different kind of petty. Way. He's, he's, pe- he's mm. a suave petty, like suave when he's petty kind of thing. It's like I'm just better. Like, you know, it bigs him up. But he's not like petty as in disrespectful. Like Fifty Cent is petty. That's petty. 50 won't even like, make a diss track anymore. He'll just find something to... He'll make a meme about you or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all he does now. He just makes memes. He'll make a caption. Some shit, you know? I don't yeah, know. Drake has to be out of character to actually respond properly. Yeah, you're Not right. Properly, you're but you're to... right. He has to change his, like... Image. The way he goes about it. Like, Pusher, like... Yeah, you've given me a lot to think about, Raph. A lot to think about. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna probably have another nap and think about this for the next couple hours. Then I'll go back to Kanye. Uh, in terms of like battling, what what constitute as a good diss? Like people have their different perspectives on on diss what's tracks, yeah. what's a good diss on diss tracks and like uh, how far you can go. Like um, what a couple of our mates are saying, you know, a couple of our mates are saying, oh, Drake's got this in the bag. He's like. Dr- Pusha shouldn't be saying all this shit. He should just keep it straight rap, bar, bar to bar type of thing. But some I'm are saying, like, go, go personals, man. Personals are, are that's that's what hip-hop battling is, you know, leaning towards. It's like, it's always been about personals. And it, it's and if you have any tough, um good, yeah. like, lyrics, like, if the lyrics are dope, then that's a bonus, you know? Yeah. But what, 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 what does it for you? Does it, like, more technical stuff? Or do you want to go more punchline-based? Or is the no, personals no, no. more... If we're gonna get into this, if we're gonna get into the realm of battling, let me let me tell you this. This this is what I think. Okay, um, I'm not gonna say what makes a good diss track. There's two different types of battles. You'd have to agree. Like obviously, there's live battling, and that's just gonna be bar for bar. But there's always gonna be two different types of battles. You know, there's there's street. Sh- this, they they mentioned this in the interview. You know, like there's is this is this some rap shit or some street shit? Like that's what they question Pusher. You know, what is this? Is this like, like, if you see each other, is there a problem? Like, if, like, they're in the same room or, like, um, not acquaintances, associates of the two, is there going to be, like, a fight breaking out if they meet? Because, you know, G-Unit days and Tupac days, that's how, that's what beef was. Like, it was real shit. Like, you say something, you come to our hometown, we're going to shoot you or something. That's when rap was, like, real rap. And, like, you and me, we wouldn't be rapping. (laughs) Eminem opened that gate that... Now suddenly you have all these like internet geeks, hipster phase, you know, hip hop's kind of, it has softened when you say it. P- 
people like you wouldn't see someone like Drake rapping in the nineties. He'd get killed immediately. Literally. He wouldn't Literally, be packing yeah. biggie. Like kill Drake. He's like, who's this Drake guy? He's not even worth a bullet. Let's just bash him, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like that was like um okay, well, look, I'm I'm delving off in, into it. But for me what makes a good beef, there has to be a history. Like I love technical beefs. Like, you know when we watch the battles, um, whenever you see like a hipster rapper that's very clever, very witty, as long as he sounds good, he's got clever lines, very funny. This is why it works with like Kid Twist, 360, you know all those Jin DMC when he came out? He's not hard. They're not really hardcore dudes. And you put them against like a drug dealer type rapper that raps about I sell coke and I shoot people and whether or not it's true or not, you know the quirky guy's gonna win. Cause in a just that standpoint, it's it's entertaining, right? It's like this guy like rapping about the same thing about trying to be hard and show how hardcore he is, and then like this funny dorky rapper or like just really out of character type thing that shouldn't be in rap will always win. Cause like it's like how Eminem came out, like no one expected him, this white dude in a realm of street dudes, to come out and saying all this really outlandish shit. Um, so if you look in that perspective, I love the technical, quirky, that shit, but, um, you can't, you, you can't take away the most epic battles have always been really personal, like, it started from something way more, like, the, the Park and Biggie, that boiled up, and they got killed for it, man, they died, like, cause of this shit, like, whoa, from rap, kind of thing, and like, all the, cra- the, the maddest diss records, there's a history to them, like, Ja Rule and 50, that didn't just happen. That wasn't like a battle that was set up and let's go bar for bar who's got the best lyrics. They're saying some personal shit because they got history. Like 50's like, I robbed you and I stole your chain and my dudes bashed you or something. And I don't know what Jar said. It was just pointless. As soon as Eminem got involved, it's like, nah. And then like the rise and the fall of some of these stars, it just makes it so much more dramatic. Like Jar was on top, right? 50 comes in, takes the crown. That's forever in history. Jar's forever now the dude that got done kind of thing. Um, that makes, like, a battle way more epic, I think. And, like, it, it goes down the list. Like, even the Royce and Eminem beef, that's not as popular. But I love that, the fact that they had history. They were, like, family kind of thing. How Royce got shunned. Um, that's why when that Meek and Drake one came out, that was just some stupid shit kind of thing as well. Whereas this, like, this is as interesting as it gets these days when it comes to personal. Like, even the Drake and Pusher. You, you can't say like, yeah, maybe they've known each other for a while, but even Drake's talking about things like, I helped schoolboy Q, something like, I don't know the history there as well, but it somewhat makes it more interesting. Like it makes you go back in time. Like where are these guys getting their references from? It's not just some straight rap shit. So yeah, that sorry, lo- long answer short. Like if there's a history to it, it's not just a battle for, or a rap thing t- for the sake of it. Yeah, it's, it, it's hell interesting. It gets the most publicity and there's a, there's emotion behind it kind of thing and people's careers at, at stake for a rapper your career is your life sometimes you can't recover from it man people thought jay-z wasn't gonna recover and he did once again another historical moment some two dudes from brooklyn got it in together man like dude <laughs> that's, ep- that's that's hip-hop history anyway yeah, man, sorry this I'm, is, doing, I reckon I'm doing this a lot of talking this, sorry now this battle is going down in the books like history yeah it's Drake's getting it's, it's having, there it's getting there you know why because yeah, he's such a there. high profile dude it's like he's a high pro he's a he's a different tier he's like god maybe not god level he'd probably i'd put him in king level 
because you know we, you know how you and me we're always like let's let, let's <laughs> name where people levels are so like you have your gods which is tupac and b because they're dead but then we have kings like eminem's a king lil wayne like i'm not a fan of wayne but you have to put him there kanye is king <laughs> jay-z Nas, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like a king, but he's like a street king. So he's maybe like he's still a knight, you know. He's still he's still in the streets, but he's a king. He's he's, he's <laughs> yeah. Nas, you know. Then you got like mob, you got low level guys, like the guys like Pusha T. I'd put him in the same realm as like the rest of G Unit and stuff, you know. Yeah. Like he's like he's one of Kanye's boys. He's there. So you got like a Pusha T level guy, like like a soldier against going at the crown, which is Drake. He's a he's a king guy. It's like. That's so, that was so nerdy, yeah. That's like, we, we do this shit. That's like some, <laughs> that's some hip-hop, hip-hop geek shit. <laughs> but this, I reckon this is going down in books. Like, Drake's definitely having a biopic when he's like, you know, 20 years' time. And then, you know, it's one of those times okay. where you can look back and be like, we'll see, yeah, we'll we were see. there. We we'll experienced see. that live. <laughs> and like, you know, we're too young to experience the whole Biggie and Tupac thing. Yeah, I think yeah, I was yeah. like at least 10. Well, like, we were there for the notice. 50 Cent and Eminem Ja Rule one. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, we were there, but um, this one's more fresh in our minds, and this is fresh. I yeah. think, yeah, this I hope is, it makes this is gonna good. be one of those things. It's a moment, like oh, this yeah. is this and the Kendrick's Control verse, and the um, this is America. This, these are just those moments in hip hop where, yeah. where it's still just gonna be timeless. Hip-hop's you know, hip hop's still alive. Hip hop's very much so still alive. Yeah, I like that. You know, Nas said hip hop is dead, but it's been living since then. It's and just it's been, been growing yeah. and, and evolving. Exactly. So, um, put my glasses. Sorry, yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah. like, what was I thinking? Um, I have nothing else to say. <laughs> like, in terms of me personally, I, I yeah, always sorry, love yeah. the personal, the personal, the digs, personal, personal yeah. stuff. Even in normal battles, like freestyle battles at school or at like, you know, battle competitions, if you throw in personals, it adds a bit more punch to your yeah. lines, you know? You know it why? It goes, it's like it's like the Romans, you know? Not really. This is like a bad analogy. But, you know, people are there to see blood. They don't want something yeah, like they'll just brush off. People actually want to see someone get ruined, as sad as it is. Like, yeah, and, and, and they want to like, see you cry, man. <laughs> they want to see you cry. Technique, rap, tra- and like being lyrical and have having technique is not going to be as effective if you are just going to jab him with a simple line that's really personal yeah. you know like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like when you go to a rap battle and you could be you can hear a technical guy and then you hear the joking guy the joking guy is going to get more of an edge because it's it's more easily it's digestible it's, it's, it, and exactly. it's fresh it's and it's funny at the time and it's just a, t- a time a moment thing momentary yeah people can look back like probably in 10 years time is like oh drake probably had a more technical um, verse and very um, with the lyrics and it had very is very subliminal in in its in a sense and Sounds had good, double yeah. entendres and all that stuff mm-hmm. but Pusha T's one even though it, it, it might had less of that, that it, it, it yeah. just punched people in the face you know like it, it made point, people sir. talk you have a good point that's a very very valid point it's exciting oh, yeah it is exciting I, I just can't wait to where you know I want to hear the next chapter in this beef because this this has been going on for a while man like as in like push has been baiting drake for a long time like i think and then drake threw a couple of lines that um i think it was two birds one stone whatever and Mm. um yeah it wasn't as effective but i don't know for some reason they've pushed his line in in daytona in um infrared 
got to took Drake. Drake yeah. over the edge. Drake and took now, the bait. Yeah, he took the yeah, bait. He eh? took the bait. And I then know, he's probably thinking like, Push is like, Push has been waiting. He's been waiting. Push is battle ready. Take a bait. And he's got to show has been battle ready. He's just like, I wanted to take the bait. And Drake, he kind of slipped up. Maybe he shouldn't have took it, you know. But it was it was a great diss track. When Drake went in, it's like, oh shit! Drake gave him the attention, like strategic, damn. man. And then the fact that he was talking about like added on the Adidas brand that he was mm. supposed to have, it shows how strategic he was, and it shows how recent. Because like, they, I think they, you know, you can assume that. Drake and Adidas has been doing this thing together, this project for about probably a year max. Mm, mm. So, um, it's true. Pusha has That's been true. getting this intel somehow, and he's got it ready. He was ready before he dropped Infrared. I reckon he had this record ready, and probably. then he just wanted to make a few, you know, few touches after he heard Drake's this. Yeah. And um, That's true. you know, he, he's it's very strategic, man. He was ready for this battle, and you give him Drake, I think, to think is, about. Yeah, I think Drake, he could be either super ready, like he's a step ahead of Pusha. Yeah. You never know with Drake, because Drake, you got to like, remember, Drake's very tactical as well. But he's then again, how did, you, how, did he, how did he know he was going to take that direction? So he probably, mm-hmm. vo- like, Pusha probably voided all of Drake's plans. He's like, oh, I'm just going to go buy the bar for this guy. Yeah, I'll take the bait, I'll bar him down, and then he's going to bar me back. But instead, new direction, what are you going to do? <laughs> what, what are you going to do, do, man? Fuck. Yeah, that's true. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. Of, I'm out of words. I'm just like, wow, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It is a crazy. It's a crazy, it's crazy. time, man. I, I love being a hip hop fan for these yeah, moments. Yeah. I'm, I'm back at hip hop because of this. I'm back. I like it. Yeah, man. I, I'm gonna like listen to less R and B and um, get into this <laughs> hip hop thing. <laughs> I'm gonna stop this in uh, any house in the EDM. It's messing with my head. Back to hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> no more. But ooze, yeah, it's, ooze, ooze. is there any other topics you want to go through? Not really, unless you have something you want to talk about more. No, these these were the main topics that happened. Yeah, this yeah, that's what we that wanted, wanted to, to about. speak okay. about. We haven't really introduced the show, eh? Sorry, this was an episode of the Cheat Coders. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, episode. This is episode thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Thanks for listening. If you have, uh, we kind of. I just realized before we got to intro, like we just did our intro, and then we didn't really. Anyway, yeah, find us on Instagram. Um, <laughs> yeah. All, all streaming platforms. No, that's a lie. Only on Apple Podcasts. Do we still use um, Mixcloud? Android, Android po- um, Stitcher, Podcast. Stitcher. Stitcher. Mixcloud is us. just mainly for it, old stuff. It. Yeah, yeah. You find it, you find it. But, you know, yeah. add us if you see us. Give us a Join review as well because, like, um, you know, we haven't got a review in a while. And <laughs> we need to bump it up. We need, we need a review. <laughs> I mean, like, our podcast is the name of the network. And it gets the least plays. <laughs> I think it's just because it's just us two talking shit. So it's like, it's not that interesting. But hey, shouts to the people that do listen. Do appreciate it. Going to keep it going. Um, yeah. Good times. Very good times. Very do you have anything else we're talking about? Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty much fried I'm up out. I'm out. I, I, I'm out. I got, I got everything I need to say out. So that's good. Yeah, this is a very hip hop centric um, episode. Compared to our last episode okay. where we talked about pretty much everything else. Like, yeah, everything. <laughs> Very the conspiracy of theory the, based. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> the meaning, meaning of life <laughs> and shit, yeah. They got real deep. Let's change it up. If you want to, you have a topic, let's send it to us. We'll we'll talk about it next episode. Especially um, like... Thanks for covering last we week. Shout-outs to Don. Shout-outs to Don. Oh, yeah, shout-outs to Don. For the last episode. 
thanks for filling and, in. And um, I would like to say that his um, his podcast is launching in a couple of days, and mm. it's a great podcast. I've listened to a few episodes. Nats is going to be in one of them. I'm on it. Um, and he's gonna, you know, it's 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 great to discover art in a different perspective in terms of traveling, experiencing yep. different cultures. So, so big it up, shout out to Don, man, and you know, yeah, maybe that's what cover- we can use our platform for promote our other channels definitely That's definitely good. like yeah yeah i want to like be able to promote other stuff as well like people who are doing their stuff and i've seen a lot of heard a lot of podcasts out there that's coming out of the works and it's it's great to hear man mm-hmm. like everything's everything's happening man if you have an idea Sorry? you want to start if if you have an idea and want to start a show contact this person over here uh, he's the manager Just send him an email <laughs> uh, we have an application process then we go for a Skype interview we go, uh, if you're good enough auditions start a, and, show. Um, yep. start a pilot move on to the next move on <laughs> yeah. move on from there anyway well yeah cool. um, this has been an episode of the Cheat Coders you can find us at Mixcloud um, Apple Podcasts um, everything else that you can find your podcast you can um, search us on Facebook YouTube uh-huh. and Instagram The Cheat Coders we are all there, and we are yeah. part of the Cheat Coders Network. So I'd like to thank Nats for his thoughts on uh, Kanye and uh, Pusha T Drake beef. Yes. And I'd like to thank myself for being yep. who I am. All right, Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone you else, the glasses? have a the nice glasses? day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, peace, peace. <laughs> peace. Peace.